Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. You know, Lokesh, the only common thing between you and me that I've realized up till now is that we both have worked with Tapsi Banu. Like uh, for season one, uh, I interviewed Tapsi, and I think even you helped her out with the tattoo thing. Oh yeah, uh, she was in college. In fact, she was straight out of school when she came to me. I had a small studio in Vasant Pehar in New Delhi, and uh, there I used to, you know, she and her sister, uh, yeah, both of Wonderful. them used to come. And, uh, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> so it's long, 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 fifteen years ago, maybe. Fifteen Tapsi, years ago. Yeah, right. when Tapsi was in school or college. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you never know who becomes a star and then gets the recognition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. Hello and welcome to How's It Josh podcast show. Your unbounded dose of Josh with association with Pan Out Media. So all the while I've been talking about pan out media and many people have been messaging me are yaar what is this pan out media so let's take a while to know more about pan out media so pan out media caters to all sort of digital projects right from creating static graphics to making substantial videos it's founded by Saurabh Chobe and Bhavesh Safikar these two young men with cheerful team are all set to grow and expand your digital territory you can check them out at instagram at panout_media they have offers for every pocket do dm them to know more All right, let's get back to the business. Now let me tell you something. All the wonderful beautiful audience out there, I feel that uh, the person that we will be hearing out today conveys the emotion through art. Okay, so let's get to know more about Lokesh Varna beneath the surface who ranks the list of a uh, top 10 tattoo artists in the world. So today we have uh, the global celebrity on the show. And Lokesh, I'm really overwhelmed to sort of have a conversation with you. So Lokesh Varma, welcome to House of Joe season 2. Thanks, thanks a lot for the great introduction. Although I don't consider myself the best or anything in art, I think nobody is the best. You know, everyone is trying to do uh, their best, and you keep on learning and growing every day. And there are so many good artists. So this is just Google algorithm. I don't know how it works, and I got lucky. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but really i'm going to come down later in the conversation about how you feel being into the top 10 tattoo artists ka list in the world but before that there's this small thing in my mind that i always wanted to talk to a tattoo artist that you know i'm a piscian and uh, i'm a very fickle minded person so today if i believe in one particular quote or i believe in one particular notion not necessarily that i might stick to it two years down the line or maybe like six months down the line hmm. so if i get it inscribed i'm very scared ki yaar kya hoga ki if i just got changed my mindset is changed and i'm no more uh, stuck to that particular tattoo so so what is your take on this <clears throat> i think even if you get something done which you don't believe in later on it will still <laughs> remind you of that phase when you you know used to love that thing or believe in that some something whatever emotion you're trying to convey through your tattoo so it is tattoo is always you know a very nostalgic thing which reminds you of your past and you know how you why in which condition you know sometimes people are drunk although we don't do tattoo drunk people but still you know like you know you're on a vacation you get a tattoo just to mark that time stamp on you forever Oh, so i take it that yeah. way and 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 you know you have so much of skin on your body and why to let it go waste when you can do some art on it forever yeah so basically for a tattoo artist i feel that you know the entire body is a canvas yeah i would love exactly. it so lokesh like give me the real essence of what tattooing is like you know what kind of a art it is what's the niche <clears throat> 
tattooing for me is uh, i think it's one of the most dynamic forms of art that has ever existed because once you are marked you know it's not like people buy paintings and hang it in their living room but here you, you know you're getting painted yourself forever and you are getting you know some sort of a statement or a picture or anything on you which expresses your identity and your personality through that tattoo so i think one of the most dynamic forms that you can carry and it's always on your body you cannot lose it or no one can steal it and yeah so it, i mean it's a form of self self expression back in the day when i started it used to be a form of rebellion and only rebels and thugs and sailors and <laughs> all these kind of outlaw kind right. of people used to get tattoos done but now it's more of a form of self self expression and you know express your attitude what do you feel about whatever thing you want to you know tattoo on exactly and i feel that as a industry and as the generation i think we all have evolved back then it was like are if you are only in the music or if you are really a cool guy you would get a tattoo but now i think people yeah. believe more in tattoos like you know as a form of expression yeah. it's the the word that i used like you know uh, emoting through the art we sort of exactly. emote our feelings what kind of a personality we are through the art forms that we have on the body yeah yeah exactly people used to you know symbolize their own cults or whatever ideology they used to believe in in the old times like you know nazi ideology they'll have those eagle and ss swastika tattoos and all these different cults will have their cult symbols or you know groupies and of different bands and fans they had their band logo so it used to be like very cult related and you know it used to identify you as a person but now it's it does not identify you as as a member of any cult or any you know anything else it in fact it it now identifies you as a person like if someone has a dragon tattoo or a roaring lion tattoo what does it symbolize that the person is you know aggressive a person who is very calm and you know peaceful or does meditation will not get an aggressive roaring lion or a dragon tattoo so you yeah. can actually come to know about people looking at the tattoos you really know how to read them right very true i think i'll take this moment to ask you like how many tattoos do you have on your body oh i've never counted and i always tell people you know like in a party they were people talking about like i have got nine tattoos and my friend has 11 and then they guy a guy came i have 13 and they asked me oh. like how, how many tattoos do you have i was like you know counting is for losers so actually oh. i never counted my tattoos <laughs> because if you actually counting your tattoos you know you're not actually losing the actual meaning of it <laughs> you're keeping a track track of them that i got yeah. so like let people <laughs> explore it whenever it comes yeah, to that i have like... many many i got two full sleeves so i count both of them as one only so okay <laughs> although there are so, so many small is... tattoos in one sleeve so but exactly that's exactly. what i think uh, yeah very true yeah yeah and exactly i mean uh, you have this as you told me like you know the entire two sleeves are filled with tattoos so it would be really difficult for you to express me the meaning of each and every one but what is the main ideology when what was your thought process while getting a tattoo mm, for me most of my tattoos are not meaningful most of the, my tattoos are aesthetically you know pleasing and i get tattoos when i like some artwork i want it either i want to buy i buy also a lot of original artwork from painters and other people and also if i like some artwork i want i like it well you know too much then i get it tattooed on my body except for my son's portrait and my wife's portrait everything else is just 
aesthetically you know placed on the body so wow yeah i mean i, I, I don't really i am not a guy who will find deep meanings behind the tattoo i i wanted it so i got it that's 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 the meaning behind my tattoo wow that that's really beautiful yeah. you know i like, don't think everything I, should have a philosophy behind it so cool yeah you know, very true, right, very yeah. right. Very people try true. to also you know try to make it sound very philosophical and nostalgic and all this but i don't think every tattoo should have that that kind of meaning if you right. like some artwork and you know if you really like that kind of thing which is drawn on a paper you want it on your body just get it done. just just get it like you know don't overthink yeah yeah don't overthink that's the mantra of my life don't overthink but <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm going to really take this uh, it's a big uh, take away and i we think we have lived it, it, half our life at 37 if average mm-hmm. life expectancy is 70 or 80 half of our lives are gone even if you overthink you cannot you know do anything more than you know 80 years so what's the point in overthinking if you can just you know do whatever you can another 30 40 years you have to live so you know do whatever you want without hurting anyone and you know without being answerable to anyone and live your life to the fullest do whatever you can and you know whatever your means are and i mean yeah i live like that very true very true and uh, I, i this is one beautiful thing that you said if i like it i just put it on my body so it's there with me so yeah. people are like i'll put it in the tesori and then treasure and anything yeah. so people yeah. have their assets in the treasure they have to go to the bank or they have to go to the cupboard and get it i mean for you it's all the the assets are yeah. on your body exactly lovely lovely man and uh, with the same no- on the same note like you know there's another question in my head mm-hmm. like you have done tattoos to so many people around the world in india as well as uh, around the globe so yeah. i'm very sure that when people come to you they come with a certain brief ki nahi mujhe ye aisa wala chahiye there are some people who come with a philosophical mm-hmm. brief oh ye this is like this and that's the reason i want this particular line or mm-hmm. this particular right. stroke and there are some people who are like cool and they don't overthink they were like i liked it get it inscribed on my body yeah so during this whole transition this amalgamation mm-hmm. like you must have learned bits and pieces in bits and pieces more about life more about the life psychology so so is there something that you would love to share about it like what did you learn about life so far uh, through those art forms and through those customers and their philosophies so yeah emotionally you know a lot of people come with a lot of different ideas with their tattoos and a lot of them have this emotional connection like you know recently i got a mail that someone lost their baby and 3 year old baby and they want the portrait of that baby so things like that are like you know which hit you hard when you tattoo it and people cry and i've cried with them also so being a tattoo artist sometimes it's you know like being a psychiatrist also you know you have to feel you don't have to i mean you try not to but sometimes you know you feel what they're going through and when the story comes out so i try not to go that way but sometimes when it's very obvious then you have to you know listen to people's stories and deal with that emotional trauma also true true but any one thing common that you have seen from the clients um, like this is one thing which i've seen repetitively when it comes to drawing the tattoos and they're coming with the briefs no i didn't get your question sorry yeah yeah uh, it is related to the second question itself like uh, as i told you when the client is coming with a brief you know mm-hmm. you get to learn more about their life you get to learn bit more about their uh, yeah uh, ecology of life or their thoughts about the life so mm-hmm. any repetitive pattern that you have seen in the people that they constantly come with you know this is something maybe related to peace maybe related a strong agitation towards something or anything as such a constant repetitive briefs for drawing the tattoos 
I mean, when we are tattooing in Delhi, which is close to Punjab, and a lot of North Indians come, of course, you know, blue-blooded North Indian warrior clan people, I think. So a lot of them want lions and roaring tigers and also, you know, of course, you know, what does it signify that the person is aggressive? Uh, if someone is into yoga, they'll get those chakras done. So every tattoo, of course, has a different brief and depending on what which person is wearing that tattoo and sporting that tattoo, it, you can actually, you know, identify what kind of person that is. So, yeah, that is it. True, true, as you told me earlier. Right, right, very true. And uh, when I talk about the tattoo industry, it's a very contemporary industry because the people who are coming to get tattooed, they definitely have a new approach towards their life or they have some new perspective. They have something which is very... Uh, which is very in the present moment so i want to know more about uh, like what tattoo industry it is like you know what are the phases that you guys have in with respect and with regards to the art forms sorry i didn't cut your question again yeah so what i'm saying is the people who draw the tattoos or like who come to you uh-huh. anywhere like around yeah. they have this brief in their mind you know and these guys are coming with a contemporary retrospect like something which is very uh, what you can say in a present moment uh-huh. okay so uh, talking about the tattoo world in the, the tattoo phase like you know what is the phase currently ongoing if you want to talk about the tattoo art form and stuff what do you okay. like to contribute towards that yeah so when we most of the clients who have no idea what they want to get tattooed on their body, but they know that they want to tattoo, they, they mostly ask us, what's new nowadays? And I always oh, right. tell that was them. my question, true. <laughs> so I always tell them that tattooing is more of passion and it's not fashion with an F, it's not that. So person I always tell my clients. So right. your tattoo should not be what people are getting around you and you know what is in nowadays there is nothing in because whatever is in today will be out tomorrow but your tattoo will be there forever so a tattoo should resonate you know it it should mean something to you it should be connected to your personality your beliefs your faith your family whatever you you know want to express or show love towards or you know express on your body so if you have a tattoo like that which is meaningful to you then it will never be out it will always be in for you but if you get a tribal tattoo looking at some WWE, you know, uh, wrestler, and that, those kind of tattoos are out. That that was 90s, early 2000s. But those kind of tattoos are out. So no one gets those tattoos anymore. Those thick black tribal lines. So I always tell them that, you know, in tattooing, there's nothing in or fashionable or what is in today. It's something what you personally believe in and that will always be meaningful to you. Wonderful. So I think one thing I could uh, definitely conclude from this entire answer that is, you know, tattooing is next to expressing yourself. It's a form of expression. Exactly. It's like poetry. If you cannot write poetry, get a tattoo done. (laughs) You will be able (laughs) to express yourself either way. (laughs) Lovely, man. Lovely. I think this decoding of tattooing was something that I was looking forward to in this episode. And thankfully and luckily we are on on it and the process is going on. Yeah, I'm also trying since so many years, but yeah, I've not got all the answers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, Lokesh, if I ask you, like, what are you in it for? Like, definitely, I know you have a lengthy answer. Either you will have a lengthy answer or either you will have a one word. So, I am very excited to know how you answer this question. What are you in it for? I am in it for peace of life and peace Lovely. of mind. 
I used to work. I have done various, various jobs before I did, you know, started tattooing. And luckily, I did everything right. before I was twenty. The, the day I was seventeen, I started doing odd jobs, you know, like McDonald's and all this part-time jobs. Yeah. And also, yeah. I did my MBA, so I did my internship in some company which I did not like sitting in front of the computer typing emails. And uh, you know, this was something I was always a little bit creative, and I could draw a little bit always. So this was something I was ready to do it for free for people because it used to give me pleasure when I used to yeah. talk to people. So of course, in the beginning, I tattooed a lot of people for free because I wanted to do it. When I started earning from this a little bit, and I never had the plan to become a tattoo artist because I did not even know this will be this can be a career. So uh, you know, I found a way to earn from this because my friends, friends, friend wanted it, and then I have to of course charge them. when i don't know them personally and uh, of course the e- equipments were very expensive back in 2003 so these two years from 2003 and 2005 i did all my you know free hand tattooing and all my experiments i had to do and became better every day and then i started charging people 2005 i opened my own studio i did not have money to open my own studio so i contacted a salon of one of my friend and he had a small room in that in by 8 feet we started tattooing it started growing from there so right. you know even if i will earn what i was earning 17 years ago from tattooing i will still do it because i know this gives me more satisfaction and pleasure than uh, than doing an office job or something which i don't like and which just gives me money so i'm in it definitely not for the money money is a by product of it when you when you when you when you work hard towards what you like and you become one of the best i'm not in bragging or boasting but you know like when you become better than a lot of other people and uh, of course you know when people come to know about you and they compare the work i always tell people whoever works the hardest in the room will always win so if you work hard and you know give your best and another person who's just working for 3 or 4 hours and you're giving 12 hours in a day for that you will anyway become better be it gym or gymnastics or running or anything or art so you can do anything that you want and uh, this is this is this was something which gave me like extreme pleasure and you know i was in that my own zone when i was tattooing and this was something very new in india that time and this was also something very cool you know and uh, The I mean, a lot of things were there, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I used to watch. Us time MTV 2000s me aata tha. We used to watch these, you know, Travis Barker and all these guys with tattoos, and uh, you know, I yeah. So we were we grew up in that generation X, where you know, tattoos was something very rebellious and very cool. So I wanted to also do it because I was always rebellious. I was a DJ before this, so I did all sorts of odd jobs and all. Yeah, and I was yeah, always I, rebellious, and I always did not ask my parents what to do. So this was something which attracted me towards it. I wanted to do it, so I started doing it on myself for first in in the beginning, and then friends and their friends, then the small studio. So it started snowballing from there, and I was always, I was never in it for money. I was always in it for the pure satisfaction of doing it. right so that basically that entire free flowing nature of yous got to know more about your passion that your passion is to sort of help people express their feelings and their traits yeah i mean you can say that 
but yeah the question which you said it was a very lengthy answer but what am i am i in it i'm in it for satisfaction and right. uh, uh, you know it also now it gives me a lot of i worked in 17 countries so it gives me a lot of uh, ways to travel a lot of opportunities to travel to different places and work there so now it is everything for me but initially i was in it just for the pure pleasure and passion and satisfaction very true very true and while you were answering this entire question you sort of uh, made me aware of the fact that you have done all sort of jobs like right from being into mcdonalds to being a dj person to doing mba to being in the corporate space so yeah. that is making this conversation even more interesting so tell me like life is dash for me because dash so for example i would say that life is an ice cream for me mm-hmm. because actually uh, when we start licking the ice cream we don't understand we just find that it's beautiful but slowly yeah. and steadily we go through that entire flavors mm-hmm. and that crunch part and at the mm-hmm. end we have the chocolate and we feel oh the ice cream was beautiful but it's mm-hmm. about to end the yeah. same goes with the life right at the end we understand oh my god the life was beautiful yeah. i ruined it exactly <laughs> people, i ruined it people enjoyed this was the exact dash that i will feel life is a journey for me and it is beautiful so far definitely oh. because because you learn from it right now you're not enjoying the moment but if you you know think back about this moment a year after from now like in 2021 then you will say wow good old days two years ago three years ago so people just you know either they think about the future and worry too much or they live in the past but what we don't realize is this is the moment when we say you know the time is now so i have tried to you know incorporate this philosophy into my life that you know i enjoy every moment and live because you know i've got most of the things that i need and human desires never end so i try to be as satisfied as i can and enjoy everything with my family and my small 5 year old son so yeah i think Why? being you know content and satisfied is into your own hands no, you know otherwise we have got two of the biggest billionaire brothers fighting over property in the country and then you see one person you know doing it you know whatever going in the mountains doing it, making a painting and he's the most content and satisfied person so it's all inside your brain and how you see it money will never Very, be enough so i think right. it's your own you can only convince yourself and make yourself happy or sad definitely so all this 37 years of your life as you told me that you know you had your ups and downs you have climbed the mountains as well as been through the valleys the deep mm-hmm. valleys i would say so yeah. you're very happy and content with whatever has happened so far yeah definitely 100% i cannot complain and even if i Love have you. something less or more i will it will not change me as a person i always try to help people or whatever i can do best for them so Love yeah you. i mean this is everyone has a different journey but to be content and to be happy is in your own hands very 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 and uh, lastly before we move on to this interesting segment of hosh mein madhosh so before that uh, i i i just want to quickly take a brief about like how does it feels to be in the top 10 tattoo artists in the world uh, again, i told you this is just a google algorithm and i landed on it but uh, yeah it feels good if when people no, say it's okay hard work also okay yeah it is i actually Yeah I mean I worked hardest in the room back in that time back in the day 15 years ago I used to work like first 5 years of my life I did not take a single day off I mean more than okay. 1800 days you know zero off no Saturdays okay. no Sundays no holy no Diwali no 26 January or 2nd October I was working every day 
and i was yeah. sick for a day i still remember 104 fever when i was feeling better i reached the doctor then i had 104 and before that i was in the studio for half a day so i always tell them that when i went was trying to work hard i never i worked the hardest and every morning from 11 12 o'clock till 2 o'clock in the night at least 10 or 11 every night i used to be in the studio and you know three four times a week 2 o'clock also because i used to do like so much work alone and uh, yeah True. because i was True. i it is that did not feel like work actually so if you if you can make your whatever you like the most in your life as your profession then nothing like it nothing like it very true man very true i mean there is complete resonance 100% resonance <laughs> yeah true so now quickly let's move towards this beautiful segment that we have introduced with a global celebrity lokesh verma that oh. is josh ke mathosh mm-hmm. and it's going to be very quirky you you try to be funny as you can and uh, you have to be very honest yeah i'm honest i am not funny but yeah i'll try <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Okay. So the very first question is that if you could be any animal, what it would be and why? I think I'll be an elephant. Oh God! Why? Why so? First of all, I think elephants—they're nice, they're humble, cute, and they're big, intimidating whenever required. And uh, also, they're vegetarian, which I am. So, <laughs> so elephant is like you know, yeah. Take you know, they are mostly in their own life. they don't mess around with other yeah. creatures and uh, yeah if someone messes around with them then then you know, they are the biggest guys in the room so i think yeah. I, i'll be an elephant All i right. would like That's to be yes. yeah next thing like what is the one of the what is one of the things that you would put on your bucket list i'm sure that many of them must have been ticked off but is there something that you would currently put on your bucket list uh, on my bucket list uh, I think I've done most of the things. I don't dream to own a Ferrari or something. Mostly these are the things in people's bucket list or traveling. So I travel. I work in Europe almost three months to six months a year. So most of the things I've done. I don't think I have anything or whatever was there. I have already done it. So lovely, yeah, lovely. that's satisfied. Yeah. The next thing is that three tattoo artists in the world that you admire: Paul Booth, Bob Terrell, uh, Dimitri Samohin. What is anyone it? listening? They should check out their work. Paul Booth, Bob Tyrell, and Dimitri Samoin. Bob Tyrell is one of the guys who does black and grey realism, which inspired me to do a lot of realism, and then I, mm-hmm. you know, changed it to coloured realism. But when I started, it used to be just black and grey shaded portrait. Paul Booth again, one of the legends, and I had mm-hmm. the pleasure to collaborate with him on a piece on a back piece we did together. And he was he he and Bob were the two guys when we were. you know starting to learn tattoo and dimitri samoin is one of the masters in the world he's from odessa ukraine and one of the best artists in the world so these three guys definitely i think we all will take a moment to sort of go and check out their work and understand more about this yes you right next one is uh, what is the thing you're most afraid of oh uh, i'm not afraid of i mean i don't know i'm not afraid of anything as such what Net? can i be afraid of Death? No, man. I've had near death two types experiences, so I'm not afraid of death anymore. Yeah, I'm more afraid of how my family will cope up with it after I'm dead. So yeah, or maybe them dying. <laughs> I'm more afraid of that, not my own death. Alright. Yeah. Next thing is that what is the meanest thing you have ever said to someone? I meanest, don't think you must have said anything. Meanest thing? Yeah. Meanest thing. Okay. 
yeah what is the meanest thing you have been really mean to that person said something rude to him or something like that yeah hurted that person very badly i'm not generally i'm not mean to people but when i was also 20 25 very young and you know had very less brain or you know had very less patience then i you know yeah. clients used to complain that you're waiting or something something i used to just you know, ask them to just get out of the studio and be little rude to them in the beginning days because uh, you know i had no no patience that time so yeah. you know, if a client is complaining not ready to listen shouting and they are expecting me to act like a customer service executive exactly. who will listen to all their abuses and just you know just tell them get out of the studio don't come back but oh. i don't do that anymore but yeah i've done that quite a lot of times okay <laughs> elephant you know elephant that's why i said elephant <laughs> <laughs> next thing like what is the first thing you noticed about someone when you first meet when i first meet them no no i'm not a guy who will notice anything about anyone like people notice different things but no i don't i just talk to them if they're nice i'm nice to them if they're annoying and you know they're trying to be too cunning or naive uh, cunning or you know like over smart then i try to not deal with them and give it to another artist as in the studio okay. talking about but i try okay. not to deal with people who are over smart and if you just nice to me and nice to you that's that's a very simple ideology that's a simple equation so i i don't notice anything in people i'm too much busy with my own stuff that you know i don't have time to notice people i think that's the quality that we all should adapt because of this lockdown everyone is so so free no ki sabke instagram stories abhi note down kiye ja rahe hain yaar parso to wahan pe gaya tha wo gaya tha mai ko nahi bulaya nahi nahi i've seen this trend also people hating on each other like in this stupid thing came i also i'm calling it stupid couple challenge and all these selfie challenge sari challenge true uh next one is like if you if you're not a tattoo artist what would you be i think you have been all that and then you have come to that <laughs> i have been all that but i always tell my wife i would be a race car driver or a chef maybe oh that's lovely i mean and if you last... ask me if you want to be a race car driver or tattoo artist i would be a race car driver if you ask me that time but i was very poor and no no idea about how, how the racing world works so You know, yeah, I had no opportunities, but but if you would have asked me and I had the resources, I would definitely have. I, I you know I did two fifty on the autobahn uh, every year when I go to Germany. I do two fifty kilometers per hour, definitely on the autobahn. <laughs> That's the only reason I go to Germany. So so yeah. So now, like post Corona, do you have any as such uh, aspirations in mind? Because now you have resources and now you have time also after uh, COVID. So what? I For this. Hmm? for the car driving or the race thing that you said ha huh, now i'm too old for it man you have to start young in anything if you want to succeed you cannot be oh yeah. to be the oh. i am at the retiring age now of race car driving you are 37 now you still have a long journey planned ha huh? sorry no no you still have a long journey planned i have no journey you know this journey is I, I mean, my destination is actually a journey. So I've, I've actually 
I'm very content and happy in life, and I've reached wherever I had to reach. And again, you know, I always try to become better, but not in terms of financial success or fame and all, because I must achieve most of the things. And as I told you, there's no end to it. So mm-hmm. I just try to be a better artist and a better person. And lovely, lovely. Yeah, I think that's all. Yeah, and on this very beautiful note, I really want to uh, ask you one thing. Or rather than asking you, let's just sort of retrospect. Lastly, a note to yourself. I mean, you have definitely given a very beautiful answer, and sort of given that uh, retrospection or sort of that insights about who you are as a Lokesh Sharma. But is there something more that you would like to add on? Lastly, if you want to give a note to yourself, a person who is twenty years ka Lokesh Sharma, or maybe a twenty-five years Verma. ka Lokesh Sharma. Verma, 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 Lokesh Verma. I heard, Burma, right? Yeah, I heard you said Sharma. Anyway, uh, note to myself will be be more patient with yourself and with people because I'm I'm a person who is not patient at all and who is very restless. So, but I think that has worked for me. So I I think I won't give a note to myself. I think my note to myself, twenty year old myself, will be just you'll figure it out. Just keep on working hard and don't you know like be the hardest working in the room, work in the room, and you will. achieve whatever you want be it whichever field you know if if you're putting you know more time than other people you will be better no way no two ways about it so so very yeah, keep 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 working whatever you're doing keep you know following your passion and uh, yeah that will be my note to myself lovely man that, that that's really lovely so i think with this we have come to an end of the entire discussion i mean you sorry i'm i think i'm not very interesting because Again and again, I keep on saying I'm very content and happy. So it does not give me anything to say after that anymore. So that's why my note to myself was this: like you know, keep doing whatever you want or whatever you are doing. Definitely, you know, this is the very uh, first time I would say, or uh, like you know, this is something unique that I've found in the entire journey of my podcasting. I've been talking to so many people around. This someone is always like you know, people are always hustling for something or the other, but finding someone who is so contented and who is so focused. Also, I mean, because I'm me- lazy. That's also one of the other reasons <laughs> that I'm <Don't>, content. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, that that's beautiful to see someone who is contented. To see someone who is grateful for who he is is really lovely. Yeah, I'm very grateful. I don't believe in God. Otherwise, I'm an atheist. But I'm so much atheist that I did not give a last name to my son. So my son does not have a last name like me. So, okay, so he's just it's just initial name is there. His name is Raya, and his last name is Hart, like my and my wife's Hart. So that's his name. Okay, so Raya. Ryan, Ryan, and Hart. His his last name is Hart. So all three of us have different names in our passports when we when we travel. Then you know we have to carry his birth certificate with us, like he's a child. We are not abducting him. <laughs> all right, all right. So this is beautiful, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So sorry, what was I talking about? I forgot. What was the question? No, no. Uh, I... <laughs> yeah, so I'm lazy. I was talking about. I was telling you that I'm so lazy that. I'm content in whatever I have, and yeah, not too much of hustling all the time. I've done that all though. Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> Let us all be lazy and be happy in what we have. Yeah, than I mean, happy. keep 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 I keep trying and keep. I mean, you should. I think we should only choose one thing that you want to do and give you hundred percent to it, rather than mm-hmm. doing three four things, and don't do anything else except apart. I mean, there has to be no, you know, like second option. If you have Plan B, then you will always rely on that. That you will do that. 
But if you have no other option, then you will give your hundred ten percent to one thing. So I think that's that's what worked for. True. Very true. Very true. So uh, Lokesh, I'm I'm really thankful that you took time and came on How's the Joe season two, and we got to dissect Lokesh Verma and also understand your ideologies and like you know you have. the way you explore the life as a journey you have been through highs of the mountains and the deepest of the valleys and sort of given us some beautiful insights also about the tattoo industry that you know the synonymous word for tattoo industry would be expressing yourself it's like a emotion through art and i'm i'm really grateful that you happen to be on this house of joe season 2 the global celebrity who has been ranked in the top 10 that is like that guys <laughs> don't do that again <laughs> anyway oh. yeah So oh, my right. pleasure, and thank you for inviting me to your great show, House of Josh. And I hope to see you guys in person sometime. Sure, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right. So all the beautiful audience out there, do like, share, and subscribe to House of Josh, and listen to the entire episode. And definitely, there's so much to take away from this. So stay tuned to House of Josh season two, your unbounded dose of Josh in association with Pan Out Media. Thank you. Thank you. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट